Well, greetings in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Bible. Uh, just kidding. Today we are talking about um, the Bible. Oddly enough, we're going to talk about this concept of um, the one-winged bird, as I like to call it. Um, so I've had several conversations recently, uh, just in just different different places and different places, and it seems like there's this this thought that the more focused on the Bible that you are and the less focused on the spirit you are, the better Christian you are. Like the, the you know, Bible, you know, the more weight you can put on, like, I believe the Bible. I talk about the Bible. I preach the Bible. I read the Bible. And you don't talk about walking by the spirit. You don't talk about listening to Jesus, his spirit, Holy Spirit. Um, and operating, it's almost like there's this to operate and to listen to this and walk by the spirit is equated to walking by emotion as if you're being led by your emotions and your feelings. And, and that's more of a weak faith and a versus a, I read the Bible and the Bible only, you know, there, there's this, uh, movement, uh, that's been around for quite a while. Um, the KJV onlyists, so people that only read the King, King James Bible um, because of a lot of different false understandings about the King James Version is you know the, basically that you know you translated it once it was perfect and it doesn't need changing. Well, even though the King James Bible has been changed a lot of times since then, but you know uh, it, it is definitely a. a uh, a different kind of translation um, and so anyway but that's a whole nother podcast in and of itself um, but the one-winged bird is you know, I like to say that, that you know that being Bible Bible founded you know Bible you know, f- your faith your life and faith being founded in the Word of God in the scriptures um, and being led by the Spirit as the Bible says um, are the two wings of the same bird that we need to have a balance in our lives of listening and walking by the, you know, God's Holy Spirit that he said he would send to us as a helper in time of need of strengthening and, and empowerment and the Bible itself, like, because it tells us about, it tells us about God. It tells us about the truth of who God is. It, it, it speaks of Jesus and it's how we understand who the Holy Spirit is, how he, how he operates, uh, being able to discern the spirits, as the Bible says, uh, so it is both and. You know, having a a, a spirit-led and Bible-based faith um, are the two two wings to keep you balanced and stable in all your ways. Um, and the Bible even talks about in Galatians, you know, keeping in step with the spirit. Because if you keep in step with the spirit then you won't gratify the desires of the flesh. But it doesn't talk about if you read your Bible good enough, well, even Romans says Romans Romans 7, he said, he focused so much on the Bible, and yet the Bible itself could not keep him from sin. The Bible itself could not keep him from, you know, could not keep Paul um, from indulging in the desires of the flesh. It is only the Spirit. If you walk by the Spirit, that is how you are able to, uh, to, walk, to, to steer clear of of it, you know, of doing the things of this world and, and, and being wrapped up in uh, a worldly mindset, um, you know, being tied to this, this realm, the fleshly realm. It talks about the flesh, the sarks. It talks about this physical realm, you know, which our bodies are a part of. Um, and so, it, it, but it, it, there's, there in line, in, in line is this, this belief of kind of like the pharisaical spirit in that Bible only. Bible only, Bible only, Bible only. I don't 
walk by the spirit. I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not a spiritual person. I'm a very Bible person. I believe the Bible. Um, and well, here's the thing, here's the problem in taking the scriptures too seriously, because you can take them too, too over the top seriously. You actually forsake the scriptures. You miss God himself. It says in John uh, chapter five, we're going to go to here, the Bible, um, and talk about this. Uh, John chapter five. Um, this is, you know, basically this is Jesus talking to who? Uh, the Pharisees. Um, if I test about my, testify about myself, uh, my testimony is not true. There is another who testifies about me. And I know that the testimony he gives about me is true. You sent messengers to John and he testified to the truth. I don't receive human testimony, but I say these things so that you may be saved. John was a burning and shining lamp and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. But I have a greater testimony than John's because of the works the Father has given me to accomplish. These very works I am doing testify about me that the Father has sent me. The Father who sent, him, who sent me has himself testified about me. You have not heard his voice at any time, and you haven't seen his form. You don't have his word residing in you because you don't believe the one he sent. Here's this. You pour over the scriptures because you think you have eternal life in them. And yet they testify about me. You, but you are not willing to come to me so that you may have life. And he goes on to the, in this discussion with them. Talks about, you know, you're, you know, I do not accept glory from people, but I, but I know you, for you have no love for God within you. I have come in my Father's name, and yet you don't accept me. If someone else comes in, in his own, own name, you accept him. How can you believe since you accept glory from one another, but don't seek the glory that comes from, from only God, uh, from, the on, from the only God? Do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. Your accuser is Moses, the one, the object and the subject of the scriptures on whom you have set your hope. For if you believed Moses, you would believe me because he wrote about me. But if you don't believe that what he wrote, how will you believe my words? So Jesus is, is emphasizing this, this love for Bible over love for God. And how many people do we know that, that, that think and operate like this? Gosh, I mean, I used to operate like this all the time. I, I, I was very much Bible, 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 Bible. I was raised in a tradition that was basically, you know, we said Father, Son, Holy Spirit, but really we lived and believed Father, Son, and Holy Bible. Um, and so what, what does this mean? Like, what does this look like in our lives? Um, having a, a balance and having a wisdom, testing the spirits because we've, given, we've been given the scripture, and, and so, and, and what I don't mean to say is that we need to take the scripture less seriously. What I need to, what I'm, what I'm saying is that if you take the scripture seriously, you will take the spirit seriously because the, the spirit, I'm mean, sorry, the scriptures testify about the spirit, just like Moses and all these different you know, people back here, they testified about Jesus. And so he, you know, all, you know, Moses himself would, would be like, would come back to life and be like, Hey, you, you missed him. This Messiah and this this glory, this this promise that I've been promising, you know, talking about, he's right there, and so this is what Jesus is talking about. You, I am going to send my Holy Spirit as a helper to you, and the rest of the New Testament talks all about the Spirit. The Spirit pops up every in every single book in this Bible, in, in this New Testament. 
this is the way in which the church lived. Because remember, the church, the early church, our earliest brothers and sisters in the book of Acts, did not have the Bible. Didn't even have, most of them didn't even have the Old Testament. Didn't even have the Torah. You know, they had synagogues that they could go to to listen to the word of God spoken until they were kicked out. And then what? They had no Torah themselves. They had testimony from other people, from Jews, if they had Jewish friends, right? But what about those churches that the people were not welcomed in the synagogue because they were a Gentile? They couldn't go to synagogue because they were now Christians. And so what did they do? They walked by the Spirit. They didn't have the Word of God. They didn't have the Scriptures like we do today. You know, I guarantee you they would have loved to have this. They would have loved to have had the testimony of the Old Testament and, and talking about all the prophecies of these things. And because think, even think about the Gospels were written after the church had already started for at least a few decades. And so the, the, the Bible itself was written to a church that was already experiencing the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit's dwelling among them. And so they would operate by the Holy Spirit. Um, and this is not something that you know, I've heard this you know, preached as well. You know, when the perfect comes, when we get when we get an established canon Bible, then there's no need for the Holy Spirit anymore. Uh, that's crap theology. And there's another podcast for you that we'll talk about another time later. But it, you know, the Bible talks about this. You know, the Holy Spirit well beyond even the writing of the of the Scripture, because at, at this point, in several of these latter books, like you know, First and Second Peter, the latter books of, of Paul, talk about a faith and it's in the in you know where there's already scriptures being recognized you know paul is being you know paul's writings have been being recognized as scripture uh in in these points but they still talk about the holy spirit and so even having the old testament and letters more scriptures that you know that peter even said himself that you know paul and other scriptures like his um that that having all these things does not negate the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit, the, ex, the full expression of the Holy Spirit. Uh, now, we're, gonna, we're not going to talk about you know, what that expression looks like. That's a whole other series of podcasts, right? I mean, different people have different opinions about, you know, prophecy and tongues and, um, and, and hospitality. It's all these different, you know, spiritual manifestations. Um, because the word for spiritual gifts, it, says, it talks about in 1 Corinthians 12, is actually this, this you know, spiritual things or spiritual persons, spiritual manifestations. Basically, when the Spirit shows up is basically what he's talking about. He's not like saying, this is your gift. Merry Christmas. You know, here's, your, here's your gift under the, under the tree. He's talking about when the, the breakthrough of the Holy Spirit into the physical realm, from the spiritual realm into the physical realm, and manifesting God's presence, God's Shekinah glory in reality, um, he's like, about these things, I don't want you to be ignorant. Why? Because they will continue. They are still a thing. They'll always be a thing until Christ returns because he has sent him, the Holy Spirit, to be our helper. To what? To know God. And so we can know, you know, so what is the object? So what is, what is the bird that these two wings are a part of? The, the, the whole purpose of the scripture, the whole purpose of the spirit is for us to know and have a relationship with God. It's interesting to think about, you know, uh, my wife doesn't necessarily feel loved when I know the most about her. The, you know, my wife knows that I love her when I engage relationally with her and have a presence with her. Um, in taking, you know, what is, you know this, um, 
you know, when has, you know, being right been beneficial to a relational quality? You know, me in my marriage with my wife, being right is not usually something that is um, <clears throat> known as being loving, especially because you fight for being right. You know, I've, I believe that what I, what I know is right, and therefore I'm going to fight for that and plow over the other person. And when they recognize that I was right, then I'm going to have a big, I told you so, ready for them. Ready in the chambers to you know, blast them with. Um, you know, when has that ever been a quality of a relationship and perceived on the outside of a marriage relationship as a loving disposition by outsiders, their perspective of a relationship? You know, a husband just like, you know, just like bearing down on his wife saying, oh, I told you so, told you so, I was right, what up? You know, or, you know, or vice versa. Um, and so in taking, it's, it's not that we take this, like, like I said again, it's not that we take the scriptures less seriously, is that by taking the spirit more seriously, we're actually taking the scriptures more seriously. So the stronger you make both wings of that bird, the farther you will fly, the farther you will advance, and the stronger you are, stronger your faith is. So the thing about the bird is your faith, knowing God. And the wings, Holy Spirit and Bible, Scripture, are the two wings that propel you, that propel your faith forward, that propel your faith upward, that propel your faith closer and closer to God. Holy Spirit and His presence in your life is how you can have that relationship with God. It is the relational person of the Trinity that draws you into relationship with Jesus because Jesus even said, it's my spirit. The spirit, very spirit of the living God. He is not just like this redheaded stepchild in the Trinity. He is on equal standing with the Father and equal standing with the Son. There's no hierarchy within the Trinity. They are all, all three different persons of the triune God and all of equal worth and value and, and are all um, deserving of the, the, the same amount of respect, honor, glory, worship and and recognition for their part that they play in the in the godhead and and that is who we worship that is who we serve that is who we believe in that is what the bible talks about that is what who the holy spirit points us to that is where spiritual manifestations and gifts and and breakthrough that's they they point to the glory and the majesty of god and so if you don't take the holy spirit seriously you don't take the spiritual the, the scripture seriously you need to take both the scripture and the spirit equally important, seriously. Um, and that is, that, that is where our, our time is here today. So don't be a Bible onlyist. Be a God onlyist. And this tells you about God, and the spirit leads you to God. Jesus, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are God. And that is the way that we can live our lives in true and full joy. When you get to know the Holy Spirit and you start to experience his presence in your life, it is good. You start to hear from him. You start to see scripture in a new way, in a new light. He will, he brings revelation to your, to your eyes. And, and it's crazy to think about that. You can actually, when you're reading the gospels, you can pray, say, Holy Spirit, you know, teach me, you know, Spirit of God, Spirit of Jesus Christ, teach me what you were saying, what you meant when you were saying this to your disciples, teach me what you meant when you were teaching this to the Pharisees, you know, when you were speaking this to the Pharisees. Let me get to know you and how, and I want to be in your presence. 
And you can do this in, 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 in the setting of the church as well. Like when you come together in a corporate setting or even like in a small group setting, like in some couches and chairs or around the table, you can come together and ask God to lead you, knowing that he is present through ha-ha, da-da-da-da, his Holy Spirit. The Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of God is present whenever his people are present. He is present with you when you are spending time with him uh, in personal devotion, in personal worship. He is with you. That, is, that, that, was, that, that is the fulfillment of the promise of Jesus that he will never leave you nor forsake you. He will always be with you, even to the very end of the age. How? Through his Holy Spirit. So, I hope that this has been encouraging. If it's been disturbing, I'm, I'm grateful and I pray that you would pick up your Bible and discover and wrestle with the Holy Spirit as you open up his word uh, and as you see and experience, as you taste and see and experience the goodness of God through relating to his Holy Spirit. Love you guys. I hope this has been beneficial. Uh, direct message me or, or uh, give me a holler if you would love to have a, more of a conversation about this. Love you guys. Bye.